97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. When you think about music cities, places with a rich history of being fertile ground for musicians and bands, a few come to mind. Chicago, for one. Nashville, another. And, of course, Detroit, the Motor City. Detroit is so important to the history of American music that it's hard to think of how the 20th century would sound without all the artists who came from there. From jazz artists to the Motown sound of the Supremes, the Temptations, and many more soul groups, to the rock and roll of the MC5, the Stooges, Alice Cooper, and Bob Seger, just to name a few. Detroit is as famous for its music as it is for cars. In this episode, let's talk about one of the bands who came from that Detroit talent pool and first grabbed our attention with an explosive, catchy little tune sung by their drummer, The Romantics. If you like this episode, don't forget to give it a like at the end, and if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. The Romantics formed in Detroit in 1977 and played their first show, fittingly, on Valentine's Day at a club opening for the MC5. The original band, Mike Skill on lead guitar, Wally Palmer on rhythm guitar, Rich Cole on bass, and Jimmy Marinos on drums, with all four of them singing, were a working class band from Detroit's tough east side. They were influenced by English bands like The Kinks and The Who, but they found inspiration from the energetic hometown bands that came before them, like the MC5, Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels, and early Bob Seger. They wrote short, power pop songs with a Detroit garage rock edge, wore red leather suits, and had short hair. That look helped brand them as New Wave, which would propel them further later on with the oncoming of MTV. But they resisted being part of anything considered punk rock, which, with the Sex Pistols, was beginning to take hold in the U.S. from London. They were a rock and roll band. And Mike Skill described their musical attitude best when he told a journalist that they just wanted to have fun with three chords. And that they did. They toured the Midwest and the East Coast, playing high-volume, high-energy shows to packed houses. And they were signed to a deal in 1979 with Nempura Records, a small American label founded back in the mid-60s by none other than the Beatles' legendary manager, Brian Epstein. They recorded their self-titled debut album in less than three weeks. And that album hit stores in January of 1980. The band were unusual in that they split lead vocals between the members, and drummer Jimmy Marinos took the lead on a little song with a propulsive beat that would mark their first entry onto the Billboard Hot 100, a song that would later become the subject of a huge lawsuit, the incredibly catchy What I Like About You. The song starts with the band singing Hey in a gang vocal, followed by Marinos singing "Uh Uh-huh, True power pop, complete with hand claps. And then the lyrics go like this. What I like about you, you hold me tight. Tell me I'm the only one want to come over tonight. Keep on whispering in my ear. Tell me all the things that I want to hear because it's true. That's what I like about you. The lyrics are as simple and almost childlike as another band from Detroit, 
the white stripes. And that works. Here's the second verse. What I like about you, you really know how to dance. When you go up, down, jump around, think about true romance. Keep on whispering in my ear. Tell me all the things that I want to hear because it's true. That's what I like about you. And they bring it on home for the third verse, a little different from the first. What I like about you, you keep me warm at night. Never want to let you go. Know you make me feel all right. Keep on whispering in my ear. Tell me all the things that I want to hear because it's true. That's what I like about you. It's a straightforward song that everybody can relate to, charging through to its triumphant end with the band shouting, hey, as it stops suddenly, clocking in at a total of two minutes and 56 seconds. It's a tight little tune that evokes the jubilant garage rock spirit of Louie Louie by the Kingsmen, and it went to number 49 in the U.S. Three years later, the Romantics would strike gold with their fourth album, 1983's In Heat, which contained their biggest hit, Talking In Your Sleep, a song that went all the way to number three and a second top 40 hit, One In A Million. By this time, MTV had become an important part of pop culture, and the Romantics were all over it. The videos for these songs and for What I Like About You played in heavy rotation. And it was later in the 80s that What I Like About You had a big resurgence. The reason for that renewed success became a bone of contention with the band. The song appeared in a commercial for Budweiser Beer, which made it even more popular than it was when it was originally released. But it was used without the band's knowledge or approval. The licensing was handled illegally by the band's management, with whom the band had other issues with over the mishandling of their career and their finances. And the Romantics filed a lawsuit that lasted for several years. They again sued over the use of the song in 2007, when they protested its inclusion in Activision's Guitar Hero video game and asked that the game cease being sold. A judge denied that request. The band have endured some lineup changes over the years too and drummer Jimmy Marino's left for a time after the success of the In Heat album. The band took a long hiatus after the release of their fifth album in the mid-80s. Marino's was eventually replaced by Clem Burke of Blondie and then returned to the band, but he left again. The band's current drummer is Brad Elvis, formerly of the legendary Chicago-based power pop band The Elvis Brothers. And with him, the Romantics continue to rock the house on tour to this day. Although, not always in their awesome red leather suits. What I Like About You has become a staple of classic rock radio, even though it wasn't the band's highest charting success. There's something that we fans like about it. Something undeniably rock and roll. Something simple and tight and fun that keeps drawing new fans in decade after decade. And they've done their hometown of Detroit proud from the very start. In the liner notes for the Romantics debut album, Can't Forget the Motor City is written in the credits. A thank you to the city that they rose up from to become adored for their powerful little songs all over the world. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks, as always, to Christian Lane for the music that you hear on these podcast episodes. If you like it, give it a thumbs up and hit subscribe at the end because that really keeps us going. 
can also watch short excerpts of these videos on the Behind the Song podcast TikTok channel. On the way, much more classic rock and roll.